0: back, Ladies and gentlemen, to episode three of the Bro You Know podcast. It's been a while since our right, last we one. We took
1: a break. We're disabled. Leave us alone. That was our excuse, or at least no, mine.
0: Our excuse was we had a holiday,
1: <laughs> a school holiday. School holidays, bull, bull beep. Yeah, but you. you one and you know it. You were off in France, so I didn't yes. want to disturb you. Yes. Yeah, and I had to revise because. I've got exams, you haven't, and you don't understand that. I can't be your back and call anymore. I need to do something called revision.
0: I know, that's why, in case uh, you get confused that there's only one podcaster, then you'll see why. Y- yes, yes. Um, I'm going to try and not take breaks, but that might have to happen. Um, we've changed up our format, haven't we, Cripple2? Yes, we have,
1: we have, we have, we have. Uh, why am I saying we have we have a lot? Um, because I'm not good at podcasting. Yes, we'll get there. Anyway, uh, what what I was trying to say is that um, all movie-related movie reviews and football scores and all the um, no. What I'm trying to say is that all movie-related stuff that's not NBA or UFC related. Um, We'll now move to being on on the um, on the blog and because therefore we have more content for the blog and we're not regurgitating what we say on the podcast and there is some di- differentiation in what we say on the podcast and and what we type and write on the blog. anyway, so that's just my little announcement. hopefully the blog um, starts soon soon. We're kind of doing a um, redo, every relaunch. I mean, version two because we did launch it um, on the twenty seventh. I think it was the day after our blog, uh, our podcast launch. But because, but because we because 24th we were too busy with the podcast, we didn't find any time with um with what do you even call it um the blog, blog. So yeah
0: um let's get straight into
1: the nba the nba
0: scores first yes so um i'll mention the celtics raptors game uh soon not now i'll leave that for the
1: end because we'll analyze it a bit more but which which basically confirms that the celtics aren't going to the finals absolutely not Uh, I, I think that that's just confirmed, and especially because now, ever since the All Star break, I know it's early, but they have gone zero for three. For three, I mean, out of the All Star break, which I, I think there is just a general lack of team bondage in the Celtics. Which I think. Marcus Smart pointed out, and Brad Stevens, I think, as well. And Ky- Kyrie inflating his own ego recently um, with with the comment he just said after the game and what he also, he, he also alluded to about two weeks ago.
0: Um, I'll start off with the Knicks versus Magic game. Knicks finally winning a home game. Their first since December 4th, I think. Yes. Some, there's something around there. Um, for the Orlando, for Orlando, um both New, uh, Nusevic, uh, Vucevic and Aaron Gordon got 26 points. Nice. Um, Vucevic still
1: the, underrated, bro.
0: The bench did absolutely nothing. Terence Ross was their highest scoring bench player and he only had three points.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Um... Now for the Knicks, Dennis Smith Jr. with nine, nothing impressive. Mitchell Robinson, though, uh, with seventeen. A
1: with nineteen. And he was undrafted. So no, second round pick. Of, uh, the tenth pick Who? of the second round. Boy Mitchell. Mitchell come out straight out of straight out of high school. Uh, didn't want to go to college. Um, um, skipped a whole year. Trained with his personal trainer. Oh, and uh, Alonzo Trier, if I said that right, um, it, undrafted. But the thing, the thing is, with with Alonzo Trier, there was, you, you know, you know why he was banned from college halfway through his season.
0: Uh, I'm assuming he broke some sort of rule.
1: He um, used performance-enhancing drugs.
0: Oh, that's why. Why do people do that? I don't understand that. Why? Just be normal. Just get through the NBA normally. Get to the NBA normally. Same thing. Um, now I'll move on to the OKC versus
1: Nuggets game. Proofs uh, the Nuggets are the number one the number one team in the no number one team up. No, what am I trying to say? I'm well. I'm just uh, cripple one is uh cri- cripple one is having a very disabled moment. Am I cripple one or my cripple two? Have you forgotten that you're cripple two? Yeah, I'm crippled too, so cripple galore, I'm just crippled, I'm retarded, I'm whatever. You can bleep this out, I don't know, I don't know if your editing skills are as good as that, but oh, this no. podcast is fun. What I'm trying to say is that um, the Denver Nuggets are now the biggest threat to, um, to um, the Golden State Warriors.
0: I think anybody at the moment is a threat, especially after that, um, the uh, Houston game, which I don't want to talk about. Um... But let's go back to the box score of the um, OKC game. Paul okay, George. we will. Hmm? Paul George, what what did he get? Tell me. Twenty five points, eight rebounds, no, seven assists. That's really good defense as well. And six steals. I was just about to mention. Although his field goal percentage wasn't the greatest.
1: Uh, well, well, the thing is he's slipping up.
0: Um, Still a top five MVP candidate for Russell sure. Russell Westbrook with a near triple double, one assist off. Um, um, Twenty-two awesome. points, fourteen yeah. rebounds, nine assists. He's
1: still averaging a triple double. Triple
0: yeah. double. He, yeah, he he is still averaging it. Um, Jeremy Grant had twenty-one points, which is not too bad. Sixth man of the year candidate. Well, he's he's
1: starting a bit more recently. No, no, but the thing is, if you have more than half a season off the bench and you're the clear sixth man, um, you still have. But wait, 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 we'll get on to the awards later on, remember? Yeah.
0: Um, and that's the last of the... Oh, wait, I forgot the nuggets, sorry. I forgot the nuggets. Um, Nikola Jokic with also a near triple-double, 36 points, 9 rebounds and 10 assists, 4 of 7 from 3. Um, Will Barton with 23 points and
1: Jamal Murray with 20. These boys in Denver are truly underrated. Nikola Jokic is a top 5 NBA your ca- top 5 NBA MVP, Kia MVP, NBA MVP candidate. See another retarded moment. I we should make a highlight reel right afterwards. Only f- highla- highlight am
0: sorry for the um Nuggets because for the past 2 years they missed out on the playoffs by one place because they lose in the last game. Two years ago, when uh, Westbrook it, well, won MVP, it wasn't even it
1: wasn't even their fault. Uh, last year,
0: last year uh, they lost to the Timberwolves, which got them oh to the... oh yeah. No, yeah, it was yeah.
1: it was against um, yeah, it was, Thunder. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler hit a three in Jamal Murray, and Jamal Murray can't defend. So,
0: but then um it was Gi- in uh, Russell Westbrook's big year that uh they lost because they didn't get into the playoffs because of Russell Westbrook's amazing three point. Win, winning a shot,
1: right? Yeah, but also they lose by a buzzer-beater each year, which is sad. But hey. But anyway, anyway, I personally think that if you look skill-wise, they are the the best made-up team to um face the the um the face the Warriors. However, the one thing I have against the Nuggets is that. If they get home court advantage, they're going straight to the finals. But if, if they, they don't, don't get home court advantage, they could they could go out in the second round. Um, will see. Because the thing is, as Stephen A. referred to, and Max Kellerman, in Denver and Utah and New Mexico are some of the places. Them some of the highest highest places above ground in america now if you if you're high above ground you you're a higher atmospheric atmospheric level a little science lesson for everyone listening from a person much younger than you you should be ashamed although i'm not good at science anyway so atmospheric levels um it takes your brain a lot of time to adjust so and because denver's in denver um they they are they are the best home court team um in the NBA. And then the Warriors have got twenty one wins twenty ones twenty one win wins and seven losses at home and the Nuggets have twenty eight and four or something like that. Don't quote me on on statistics, but it was something like that. Uh, anyway, so, so they are the best home team in the NBA because of that atmospheric factor. And the thing is, I just believe the way they play at home is a major reason why they could make a run and make the finals. However, now this is the disappointing part about about the Nuggets. Um, guess guess their record away away from home. Who's sorry? Nuggets. Guess the Nuggets. Away from home record.
0: I'm assuming their wins are smaller than their losses. Um,
1: they are fifteen. It they well, this season when when they've been away from home, they've won 15, 15 games and lost fourteen.
0: Lost fourteen.
1: So they've won fifteen away from home, away from home, and they've lost fourteen away from home. Oh, so wow. th- so th- th- they're almost five hundred away from home, and that that if if they if they fall towards the end of the season end of the season and end up the third seed where Oklahoma is the second seed and Oklahoma has got home court advantage at in the second round that that then Oklahoma goes to the finals it just really depends on seeding
0: Uh, Do you want to start talking about the Raptors game, then?
1: What what was there to talk about? Um, And The Celtics got outplayed. Uh, Well, first
0: off, the box score, because it's a tradition. Um, Kyrie did nothing but seven points.
1: Uh, Yeah, but you can see he was visibly frustrated. He's been visibly frustrated ever since the All-Star break. And ever since the media and um, him caught Kevin Durant in that aisleway. way, two mechs with spots <laughs> Well, no. Which the the thing is, I, I, I know that journalists are trying to get their scoops, but at some point you need to give something called journalistic privacy, and that is where, as a journalist, you realise that these moments for these players need to be kept in private. The only time these players would want an event like this known is when their agent leaks out to a source at ESPN or at uh, Fox or any other network about, or or to Stephen A. Smith or to a Skip Bayless that, that, um, they want to get it out in the open media or, by, or via Clutch Sports that they want to get this secret out there like in that moment they were just having a conversation and even good lip lip readers have said they were talking about two max spots it was obvious
0: they were talking but, about two max spots and now saying that he was saying something like come on man we have to take this opportunity or something like that
1: but I, I, I just think that anyway but but both of these guys will leave their teams in the summer. It's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious. Ky- Kyrie w- will will end up in New York. I mean, I don't
0: care about the Kyrie bit, but Kevin Durant.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the thing is with Kevin Durant, he said that he is done signing one year five million, uh, one year 20 million, $20 million deals. Because the thing is, every year he's done that, um, to make sure everyone from, from the previous year that won the championship could come back. And that, that is, shows the sportsman that he is. But at the start of his, uh, the season, his agent, I can't remember his agent's name, but his agent said, if if Kevin Durant doesn't get a Supermax this summer, something is very wrong in the NBA. In the NBA. Yeah, because... all with the Warriors. I don't know what he was insinuating to. Which... It, and hypothetically... To... To... Keep Kevin Durant on a Supermax... Either Draymond... Or Clay Would have to get traded. Ideally both. So then that gives you enough cap space... To sign another All Star, so you can fill your team out with five All Stars, and because you're losing Demarcus Cousins as well, because you won't be. This the fact is, four out of your five starting lineup are loot are going into free agency, and the and no Draymond Green the year after that, but three of your three of your starting five are going into free agency. Clay Thompson is one of them. Yeah, Clay Thompson, DeMarcus Cousins and Kevin Durant. I feel like S- Steph Clay Curry's Thompson is a supermax player. Mhm. DeMarcus Cousins is a, is a supermax player and Kevin Durant is o is one of five players in the NBA that I wouldn't even consider a supermax player. I would consider him a super supermax. It, if it were if it were a thing, a super super max player, there are only five players in the NBA that deserve a super super max contract, and that is LeBron James, that is Kevin Durant, that is Giannis Antetokounmpo, that is James Harden, and Chef Curry. No, nah. not really, because K- Stephen Curry ha- has signed the last contract of his NBA career already. What? It's, like the, the deal the, the 5 year plus 1 deal that he signed last year is his last it is his last nba deal how because the thing is he signed it when he was 29
0: he is he's, he's now 30 years old so he's going to retire at 34 yes yeah, but you look at LeBron, how old is he now? 30-something, 33?
1: Yeah, but the thing is, these guys, Kevin Durant has already said said in said an in interview, Steph Curry has said the, said the same thing, Giannis has said the same thing. People just don't want to play basketball as long as these... Because these legends played basketball until they were 38, 39. This, the current stars that are in their 30s, the Dwayne Way's, the LeBron James, the Dirk Nowitzkis, they are the last potential eight superstar players. Tim Duncan included as the um, as a player in this too. That from 2015 onwards are still players that are franchise players that continue on playing like these like the thing the thing is bas- they've played basketball for almost twelve years of their life that is almost one quarter or one third of their life playing basketball and considering how much they played in in college and in um high school like the only reason Lebron is staying in... Staying in basketball is because of Bronny. If if, if Bronny wasn't a basketball player, Lebr- LeBron James would already ha- would already have plans to reti- re- to retire probably next year. Because the thing is, LeBron LeBron James has the rings. He has the legacy. All he's do- There are two main factors where he's still in the game. He, the main public reason he said it is to wait till to- for Bronny James.
0: The, he he was saying something about um when he retires wanting to be an owner and he was saying something about being um the owner of Liverpool Liverpool for, uh, No, because he
1: no, because because he 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 already, he already owns um 8% of Liverpool he
0: owns 8% of Liverpool
1: yeah because he's friends with one of the actual because the thing is with Liverpool um, there are two guys who own who owns about 60% of the club, which means they're the the majority owners. Mm -hmm. And then there are... the No, all all 70%. And then there are other guys that make up the other 10, 20, that make up the other 30%. And LeBron LeBron James, after signing his Miami Heat deal, um, bought 8% of Liverpool. He bought it in 2013,
0: so... Wow. I think he supports Liverpool, though, as well.
1: I he, mean, no, he does, no, no, because LeBron, LeBron James has, a, has said he doesn't really support anyone in soccer, as he called it. He just enjoys watching it. He just liked Liverpool because he liked what they were doing there. But he doesn't... It's very complicated. He just bought it because his friends are are the owners. Because he's friends with FSG... FSG own Liverpool. Yeah, FSG yeah. is a partnership of Clutch Sports. So you of see of course
0: everything has to tie up to Clutch Sports. Anything to do with LeBron it has te-
1: to. So so technically you could say Clutch Sports has a link with Liverpool.
0: Oh, Liverpool,
1: please don't be the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but no, but um yes you, you see um, Le- lebron james if it weren't for other factors would retire soon kevin Durant has already said by his exact quote said by th- by thirty two, thirty three, 33 i no by thirty three, thirty four, 34 i want to be done that doesn't mean he retires before he's 34 that means he probably retires at at the end of his fir- at the end of the season he's 34 So realistically, you've still got maybe three to four seasons of Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant is 30. Now, Stephen Curry has said the same thing. He says he wants to retire retire at 34 as well. That means you still get four and a half years of curry. It's just these players are going to retire earlier and earlier to save their bodies because the later you retire, the more damage you do to your body. I'm sad that
0: I didn't know this before, as a Steph Curry fanboy as you say it, but I didn't even know he had a sister, Sidel Curry.
1: His 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 sister is I don't I don't know what his sister is. I know I know I know Aisha's a cook. So she's
0: she's no yeah Aisha's a cook, but her her name's Sidel Curry. She's an American volleyball player.
1: Right, it it goes in the family.
0: Does oh yeah, because her uh, mum was as well. I'm pretty sure anyway. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the NBA news. Um so the uh, NBA and uh, Adam Silver the commissioner has decided that that we could potentially be moving the draft age to 18, which means that any hu- that high school players in their senior years could move to the NBA afterwards. Your point of view yeah, on but this?
1: Yeah, this is a this is only going to happen from 22 onwards. 2020 2022 onwards, because the thing is, they the NBA has still got a partnership with the NCAA to fit to fill out into into in, into a negotiation that that finishes in 20 in 20. It's not it's not like a a, a legal fulfillment that they have to do. It's it's just a partnership between the NC, NCAA and the NBA about raising future prospects and how that that comes in to uh, the CBA, which is basically the laws of no, not the laws, the rules of the NBA. Basically the CBA changes every five years. So the last time the CBA changed was in, no, was in 2016 changes every four years. So it's going to change in 2020. So that's probably going to be one of the first new rules added to the CBA. And basically every t- basically the CBA is decided by four, four people. Um, there is, there is, Adam Silver. There is, what do you call it? There is, um, what do you call it? Michelle something, um, the director of the of the NBA Players Union, and then there are the, the, the and then now the president of the of the NBA Players Union. Um, uh, at this rate, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Chris Paul as well. Not Chris, uh, Chris Paul, Chris Paul but, uh, and Rich Andre Paul, and Iguodala. Rich I meant but no Chris, no Paul. Chris Paul as well though yeah no, no but Chris Paul and Andre Iguodala are the lead of the presidents of the players union basically every year there is a meeting between Adam silver M- Michelle Michelle whatever her last name is and I- Iguodala and Chris Paul and they de- and they decide how to treat players better and the new rulings Recently, in a meeting they they had at the start of January, Chris Paul um, was complaining about referees and the referee, just like and, James Harden, and that referees should be changed. And it was only highlighted after the referee incident earlier this month. But any, but anyway, part of the new CBA. This is going to be the first rule added to the new CBA. Also, one thing with the CBA. Every every CBA the cap rise rises, which means that if the cap rise rises in the new CBA, we could have five hundred million dollar contracts. Wow! Because the maximum you can have, but within how many years though? uh, With it within seven. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, with it within seven, which is still Um, a huge amount. Yeah um but what, what I'm trying what I'm trying to say is that um currently the maximum that anyone can get in this new in this current CBA is what Anthony Davis can be offered by the is 308 million.
0: Oh okay.
1: And after this new CBA in 2020 they predict they're predicting the uh, salary cap um, all the NBA analysts are predicting it to go up to at least 450 to 500 million, which means that technically, Luka Doncic could could be one of the first rookies from this rookie class. Andy Andre Ayton and Marvin Bagley and Trey Young could, if or for me, mostly the three players that this could apply apply to are Marvin Bagley, um, Trey Young. Um, then Marvin Bagley, Luka Doncic, Trey Young, and Sharon Jackson, as I as I believe that if the new CBA goes up to, to 500 million, the extensions that these guys could get, Luka Doncic and Trey Young could have four, could have 500 million dollar. They could nearly earn half a billion half a billion dollars by staying with their team wow. and and the thing is as soon Wait, as Giannis couldn't be
0: honest i was going to say that it yeah, be as, Giannis as, as
1: well yeah but the, the the thing is because this this and i feel so sorry for curry and um kevin durant because they've signed their last nba contracts mm. and because Ke- because um stephen curry's to 295 million for Curry? Is it? What uh, is it? The new contract like from a few years ago? Uh, I'll check that. Was it.
0: Um
1: it says 201 million. To to oh, I'm confused. I'm confusing with another with the Anthony Davis contract. But um or, or with with a contract that someone else could get but the but the thing is Ke- the thing is Kevin Durant the the contract that Kevin Durant is going to sign this summer is going to be his last because the, the the contract that Kevin Durant will sign will probably be a five, five year plus one mm-hmm. um yeah but the deals that Giannis and maybe Paul Green uh, That Giannis and Luka Doncic and the new and Nikola Jokic could sign as part of the new generation. Joel Embiid could as well. Oh, or Ben si- and Ben Simmons.
0: Yeah, technically anybody under the age of twenty-five. To be honest,
1: then, every everyone under the age of twenty-five, and that are a star to to superstar to player could be able. To, and having stayed with their teams for at least five or plus years, could have the opportunity to sign a a near five hundred million dollar extension. There's the that, I, I still don't believe it's going to be half a billion. I'm I'm, I'm more. It's more likely to be four hundred million or four hundred and fifty million because. Of, and even that's a lot of money. I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying that no NBA owner would be that stupid to let the the players' union agree to a maximum in the new CBA of um, half a billion. I'd still say that the maximum the contract can go up to is probably about 420 million, because if because I think the the maximum contract that 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 can be offered this summer is $308 million. But I think in principle, in paper, with this CBA, the maximum contract that can be offered is $315 million. So if it jumps up nearly $95 million, Jesus Christ, these NBA players are going to be making a lot. So realistically, Giannis could sign pro- probably the, the biggest deal of all time. Oh, all these players! I can't wait. I, I really
0: want to see the NBA develop so much. Like after LeBron leaves, Curry leaves, Dev, Dev no,
1: after, leaves. No, after after LeBron. <sighs> this- what, w- what I will say is that after LeBron after LeBron leaves, it's a two put for me. It's a it, it, it's a three player league. It's They're... After LeBron leaves, there are only three players in my mind that I still would consider... I consider... Depending on the day you ask me, I will say Giannis. But depending on another day you ask me, I will say Kevin Durant. I honestly think that it's a toss-up between Kevin Durant and Giannis. But as soon as, soon as LeBron leaves the NBA, it's between... The three best players in the NBA will be Giannis, Kevin Durant, and Anthony and Anthony Davis. This is off topic a bit, but
0: um, I just saw an Instagram post um, that reminded me of Duke right uh, Duke Duke right now uh, Duke Blue Devils. And how they're really
1: missing on Zion Williamson because if you didn't know, uh, he blew yeah, through he, his shoe. We will we, we, we get into the shoe incident and Nike losing 1.5 billion over Zion tripping over and and breaking a damn shoe. They lost one billion over that. They, they, no, they lost 1.5 percent in stock, but because Nike is so big, it probably didn't affect them as much. Um, what one point five percent of stock is equivalent to? No, that yeah, one point five percent of stock that they went down one point five percent of stock, which means they lo- they lost one point two billion in one day. But the, but then in the next three days they regained it back. So it's it's for, for Nike it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but um, but what I'm trying to say is that after LeBron leaves. You, we've definitely got a three. It's gonna be a three-man league between Davis, between Kevin Durant and Giannis.
0: Um, let's talk now about a bit more about the Celtics Raptors game and the comments that were um said after the game. So, um,
1: basically, um, the uh, the Celtics um locker room is going up in flames. It's quiet. Thought. is basically what it is. It's not a
0: riot. No, I quiet, quiet. Say not yet. I meant quiet if I did say right. But um Marcus Smart he mentioned well not mentioned but he said in the post game interview that no one is no nobody is together and Brad Stevens yeah. says um we have to be a lot more connected as a team. Now from that performance against the Raptors it was sad for for Kyrie especially uh with from with his face that he showed but um the celtics aren't going to get far i uh, i think the first round they could potentially be knocked out depending on who
1: they play um at are, this... you, no, are you are you seriously joking me right now are you are you saying that that, that um the the Miami Heat will defeat. What well, is it? No, Miami, um, are
0: they going to be playing? If, if they do stay in the position now, they play Miami. It, Miami or Charlotte? Hang on, how does it work? Because it's one and eight, two and seven, three and three. three and, s- no, three and six, and then four and five. So it'd be Philly and Boston.
1: Uh no! I, I thought I thought uh, for what for a second I thought they they were the um. And anyway, Brooklyn's the sixth seed. Sorry, I, I thought that they were the second seed for some weird reason. You thought Miami was second seed? No, no, I thought Celtics were second seed for a second. Oh, okay. But okay. then I confused them with Toronto. M-
0: Miami are in 10th place at the moment, so they're not get e- even getting into the playoffs. But, yeah,
1: uh, I, I, I was having a brain freeze moment.
0: But at this rate, I'm, I'm convinced they're not going through the, f- the first round. What do you think?
1: it uh, what would really I think what I just think that it would benefit the Celtics to be the be even the sixth seed right now, or if they can move up to be the third seed.
0: They are in sixth seed right now, but no,
1: the Celtics.
0: I don't think the Celtics are going to get into the third, and the Pacers, who don't even have Oladipo right now, are still yeah, in the third they seed. They
1: Coach of the Year, but what I'm trying to say is that it really depends on how, on how how Philly plays, because it it. <sighs> Philly doesn't have playoff experience, and especially with their new group. Tobias Harris has only been to the playoffs twice. Joel Embiid has only been to the playoffs once. Ben Simmons has only been to the playoffs once. And and the thing is, it really just shows to me that this when it comes to the playoffs, the 76ers... I think they're going to get past Boston if it stays the fourth, fourth and fifth seed. But I'm not going to say anything.
0: Um, let's smooth. Uh, let's quickly wrap. Uh, not wrap up, but let's quickly finish this off with uh, award analysis. The yes, MVP. award
1: analysis. So,
0: I you will st- No, you start with your top five. For what MVP? Yep. My top five MVP. Giannis in number one. Yep. Harden 2. Paul George 3. four. Uh, I don't know really. For 4. Usually I only remember the top 3. And that's pretty obvious right now. But for... Number 4...
1: I don't know. Okay. I will say my top 5. In... In fifth, we have um, fifth. We have Kawhi. Fourth, we have Nikola Jokic. No. no, 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 no. Fifth, we have Joel Embiid. Uh, fourth, we have Nikola Jokic. Third, we have Paul George. And the way that Paul George is playing in the past week, I might swap him with Nikola Jokic depending on, on how badly he plays and how his defence... No, I think it's the... just that today
0: he just didn't have... The... No, but
1: he, he's, had a, he's had a few off games since the All-Star break. Um, um, anyway, my second, I, 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 I would say... So fifth, I would say Joel Embiid. Fourth, I would say Nikola Jokic. Third, I would say Paul George. Second, Harden. First, Giannis. Ooh.
0: I thought you'd say Harden uh, first, to be honest. But um, if I refer to
1: the... No, all, 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 I, all I'm saying is that, for me, the rightful winner of, of the MVP is, is Giannis. But realistically, the person who's going to win the MVP, James Harden
0: according to Seku smith who um writes i think it's every week pretty much the uh the key mvp louder. um he
1: says uh, yiannis first yep yeah. no but the, the thing the thing is it's not just up to to that list what will happen uh what will happen everyone gets to vote for mvp me you get to vote for mvp coaches get to vote for mvp players get to vote for mvp it's and the fact is that what harden has done is remind everyone that he is probably the 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 second greatest now, now, now I'm gonna try and win this carefully so I don't annoy Alan Iverson or Kobe fans. But his scoring season is is an imp is a shadow of the 08-09 Kobe season, where Kobe averaged thirty-five points and the O two O three season or the O two or the 0102 season where Allen Iverson averaged 34 points. So the thing is James Harden this season is going down as one of the greatest scoring seasons of all time. And I just think that that 30 game streak um although not not as big as Kobe's Kobe's was a 35 30 plus point game streak. Um, um.
0: You know, carry what? What did you say? Carry on, carry on. Sorry.
1: And, uh, anyway, um, that that Kobe's was a thirty-five, was a thirty-five plus thirty-point games, and he was close to the the way that James Harden has scored the basketball this year has been phenomenal. Phenomenal, and the the fact is that he has a storyline, even though it's a negative storyline with how he's not respected at one point for doing what he's doing and he's respected at the same time it's the true mvp for me is yannis and i think if if yann if the Bucks stay the first seed which i which i think still happens and i still think the i just i don't know if the bucks get out of the east because it's Ever since Toronto has gone on that three-game win streak, where 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 in those three games their defense has been elite, and I just think that Toronto have the best weapons in the NBA to. St- they have the best team in the NBA to stop Giannis. They don't have the best team to beat the Bucks. They have the best team to beat Giannis to slow down Giannis. Because in the games that y- the Giannis has played against Toronto, although it's only th- two this far, you, you've, you've had um, in their last game, 19 points on terrible shooting for Giannis. And the previous game before that, only 22 points on all right shooting. Toronto has been the only team that has found a way to not completely shut down Giannis because 19 19 points and 22 points respectively is still brilliant but they found a way to minimise him and that's by having long lengthy defenders as long as him and I just think that that Eastern Conference Finals is going to be the Bucks uh, Raptors but I, I think the Bucks will end up the first seed and I think for a one-season performance and like just general season alone, yes, what James Harden has done is phenomenal. Can he carry into the playoffs? No, because that Houston team is not built for the playoffs. It is built for general for the for the general season. But I think Giannis will is the best. What I'm trying to say is that for me, it's e- it's either. James Harden or Giannis with I don't really mind who you give it to personally I would want I, I would want no actually that goes against what you said I'm a hypocrite but what I'm trying to say I really don't care who they give it to I would personally prefer they give it to Giannis but I would understand why they would give it to Harden that's what I'm trying to say
0: would you understand if they give it to Paul George
1: Really, it really depends if the Oklahoma City Thunder finish the second seed, or the third seed, or the fourth seed, because right right now, second to the fourth seed, between um, what do you call it, the the Nuggets, the Thunder, Houston, those three teams, and how they shape up the top four in the Western Conference is rare and how Paul George, if he can keep this elite defense going into the grind of the season, where being the second seed and being, being the second seed in that Western Conference is going to be the most important thing. And if he can produce then, and if he can keep the Oklahoma City Thunder going, then of course, then, 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 Then Paul George is probably the second best. Is probably the 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 second above Harden. But and and if Paul George still gets Oklahoma City Thunder to the second seed, I would understand why you would give him MVP. He would be the first player to win MVP and Defensive Player because I don't care who you say Paul George is Defensive Player of the Year. The defence that he has shown in the first half of the season alone can walk, can win defensive player of the year. So, defensive player of the year is Paul George's. Now it's whether that he can do the, do the double and be one of the first ones ever since in the modern era to do it.
0: So I'm assuming we can skip the defensive player of the year.
1: Uh, uh, no, we, we we see. will still talk about it because realistically the only person that that. Ch- the kind of challenges Paul George is Has Joel Embiid. But let's move on to rookie of the year. Um
0: so I'll tell you my top five. So Luka Doncic obviously in first.
1: Yep. I like, I'm going five to one and you're going one to five. Mm-hmm.
0: Trey Young in second. Third, Marvin Bagley. Fourth, Fourth DeAndre Ayton, and fifth, uh, I'm stuck between Kevin Knox or Colin Sexton. But no, you go. You go ahead. Tell you yours. At
1: number five, we have Alonzo Tre.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: At fourth, we have Jaron Jackson Jr. Okay. No, 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 sorry, let let me change that. At fifth, we have Deion Drayton. Okay, yeah. At fourth, we have Jaron Jackson Jr. In third, we have Marvin Bagley. Uh huh. No, 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 no. no. So, do you have to. It's it's between Trey Young and Marvin Bagley. You're allowed to have the same one as me. Which one is having a better year? Trey Young. Trey Young for definite. And right now, especially. Marvin Bagley is showing more potential.
0: Right now, especially Trey Young is perform- hes outperforming right now.
1: Says the Trey Young hater at the start of the season. No, i am yeah. get—I'm getting used
0: to him now. I-, I feel like he could be my next favorite when Steph leaves. When Steph leaves the NBA. Oh, come on, come on!
1: Just because he shoots threes, and just because you got similar shooting form. Yes.
0: But then again, that's that. That's why you 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 pick a perfect player.
1: Yeah, well, I thought Lu, I thought you said Luka Doncic was your second favorite player.
0: Oh no, he's he's a good player. Hey, I didn't say uh, Trey Young was my second favorite player. I'm just re, uh, he's really really good right now. I'm quite fond but, of him. Well,
1: well, what what I'm trying to say is that Marvin Bagley, <laughs> Marvin Bagley, to me is showing me something. I haven't seen in a while, so that's why I'm going Trey Young. I think Marvin Bagley is having the better year than Trey Young. Trey Young is having the better last ten games because it, in the last ten games, Trey Young has shown something reminiscent of Curry. But, and and the thing is about Trey Young, Steph Curry had an absolutely utter shite rookie year. People are forgetting that. Curry had a really bad r- rookie year. Curry had tw- had 11 points on some some average 3-point shooting. And the fact is that that Trey Young is averaging 6 more points than Curry was at at this time and that Curry was and that Trey Young Played the same style as Curry shows me that if Trey Young keeps this up, Trey Young and I could have a better game than Curry. Don't quote me on that because the thing is, Trey Young is probably the second best passer in this draft. I'm sorry. The first passer, but... the best passer in this draft is Duka Doncic. The second best passer is Trey Young. I think you are wrong in term w- with what you said.
0: No, um, in, in fact, right,
1: what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is t- that, hang on, uh, But in
0: terms of points right now, um, they're both averaging that. that well, uh, Steph Curry had 17.5 and a half, um, in uh, his rookie season, and so does Trey Young right now.
1: No, no, but the thing is, Steph Curry in his rookie year. He, there was too much expectation put on Curry at the start of the season, because the thing is he carried a small college called Davidson in, in into the into the last thirty-two. He brought them to the final four, and there was too much expectation put on Curry, a bit like Trey Young. But even putting up. I can just remember Steph Curry's first year not being what everyone expected it to be. Yes, he put up great stats, but the shooting percent I can't remember, but I can remember an analyst saying that Steph Curry's first year wasn't what it was built up to be. And I just think that if you look at what Trey Young Trey Young's game is now and considering that Trey Young is is the second is the second youngest player in this draft, or the third? No, the third youngest player in this draft. And uh, because it, uh, Jaron Jackson is the youngest player, then it goes Marvin Bagley. Then it goes Trey Young. The fact is that Trey Young is has only just turned nineteen, and that I'm going to say. Trey Young in three in two years is a better passer than Steph Curry, and if if Trey Young is a better passer than Steph Curry, I I think that Trey the Trey Young has the potential to be a better player than Curry, and I still th- and I I think that Trey Young may have some sort of hope on the defensive end, and I because Curry is a below average defender. It,
0: and but is Trey Young any better
1: though? The thing is, Trey Young has potential to be a, be- a better defender. That's what I'm saying. He's showing he's showing glimpses of being a good defender. I think and we've big, got the... and he's already better passer than Curry was when Curry was Curry was, was was in his first year. And what I'm saying is that Trey Young sh- showing more he's showing us could actually. Go de- go down to be just as good as curry or or even better considering their play styles uh, but but for for me I've still got Marvin Bagley because w- what Marvin Bagley is showing from a pure potential standpoint, Marvin Bagley has the biggest potential in this draft. Mm. What I'm trying to say is that Marvin Bagley in in f- three to five years time. Could be a top five NBA player. Marvin Bagley, top five. Yes. Okay. No, he is the most athletic player in this draft. The way the way that he can seamlessly rebound and has the physical gifts, and he can run, and that his three point shot through January into February has been improving from from the twenty nine percent into 32 I think it dropped down but but it's somewhere around 32 29 to 35%. Anyway, it's all I know that it, it's improved. I just think that Marvin Bagley has the biggest potential to be I'm not I'm not going to say young AD because Jaron Jackson Jr reminds me of a young AD. I think Marvin Bagley reminds me of Draymond no I was going
0: to say Draymond but he does not I don't think he has a defensive
1: I I, 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 I wouldn't say because (sighs) actually I don't think he has a defensive uh, talent what I'm I'm trying to say is that (sighs) on offense Marvin Bagley could be could be one of the of of one of the biggest scoring bigs of all, of not all time but of his generation, he really remind. I he is a he he's got the combination of on offense of Joel Embiid's strength, but also with Anthony Davis's aggression and power and dominance.
0: And what's amazing is that in his rookie year, he could potentially be in the playoffs. And Sacramento overall could be in the playoffs.
1: Uh, so yeah, uh, but I've also I'm also starting to worry about Luka Doncic. No, I'll tell you in a second. Luka Rook- Doncic, who put up a triple double in his last game, his fourth of his career. Uh, anyway, anyway, so we're gonna say on the count of three, who's our Rookie of the Year? Luka Doncic. You don't need to repeat it again. What Luka Doncic is doing is sensational.
0: I think he could be the next LBJ.
1: <laughs> I I'm not even going to put a comparison to Luka Doncic because Luka Doncic is Luka Doncic. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I was going to about say.
1: If that. L- if Luka Doncic Doncic retired today, he could go into the into the NBA basketball Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, yeah. Because of his ac- accomplishments in Europe. People have got to remember that the basketball f- the, the the NBA basketball the um basketball hall of fame isn't just a NBA basketball hall of fame it's a world basketball hall of fame that's why last year an english basketball player got 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 nominated as a candidate to go in who OG because,
0: anu anu what's his name
1: no no the, the, there was this english player that played in new it in Europe and Oh yeah you told me about that you told and me And how that. he he tried to d- plead plead with the uh, British Sports Council to get to get um British basketball off the ground Did he ever and did it ever British work British basketball was almost cut was almost cut funding which meant that even the British basketball league that we we still have called the BBL here in Brit here in Britain was nearly cut because government nearly closed its funding it's a shame and i can't remember this guy's name but he got nominated to be a candidate because of not of how he played because of what he did for the sport and the fact is Luka doncic is a two, is a two time no he's a rookie of the year in europe he is a right a two time rising star in europe he has been most improved player in europe and he's been he's been the Euroleague MVP and the Spanish League MVP. What a guy! Is he he's a, is he in the NBA or not? Who?
0: The guy that you were talking about, the English one.
1: No, no, no. He he. he the thing is, he was a terrible player. You can even make it in Europe. Oh, okay. Well, wow. but but he. I think if I read his story correctly, he played it in the British and Irish leagues. But he was very vocal about getting basketball more known in Britain. Um, now let's move on to the most improved because we. Uh, no, and yeah, and yeah. The last point I was saying about Luca Don Church is that I was reading an article in, on ESPN. It, it was t- t- and it's a very good read. It, it's I can't remember who. who no, I, d- I don't think it's even. Um, it's Sports Illustrated, Sports Illustrated, or, or something. But and they asked a good question. How much is Luca going to improve? Now it's a fair question to ask because the thing is, this guy has been playing basketball since he was thirteen years old, and he's got the maturity of a tw- of a thirty year old vet. What I'm trying to say, um, ladies and gentlemen, is that Luca Doncic well has been playing basketball since he was thirteen, and he's got all these accolades, but and the he's 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 a 30 year year veteran in a 19 year but 19 year old 19 year old's body and that's crazy but the thing is with luka doncic has the actual basketball skill, can he be taught any more basketball skill and improve as a basketball player he can put he can lose some weight that's for sure the only thing that luka doncic can improve on and this will this will help him tremendously is lose weight which makes him t- faster, because the main you can see it in how Luka Doncic runs, and he's very he's a very crafty player, and he can still put up tw- 23 points again by still being overweight. And I don't mean overweight as in fat. I mean overweight by NBA standards, because if you're over two hundred and thirty pounds in the NBA, unless you're a center, um, you're 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 overweight. He's over two hundred and thirty. Yeah, 200 oh, day, okay. But because he's crafty, he can use his. Because people think he's going to be slow, but he's got a good first bounce, so that's why he can get ahead of steam to the rim and, and he finishes with the floater. If he loses about 10, 10 to 20 pounds next summer, he can probably be much faster and pro- can probably go up to. The thing is with Luka Doncic is that. He's currently a 20-point scorer in the NBA. He's proven that. But can he... The thing is, the best players with Lucas... The best players put up anywhere between 27 points and 30-plus points. Uh, I'm really struggling to see it. Ha, does it. No, I'm not struggling to see. I, I can definitely see it. But it's a definite question that we... A twenty, a twenty-seven plus point scorer. If he loses somewhere, I can see him potentially going to twenty-three, twenty-five points. But is he a twenty-seven plus point per game scorer? Averaging it. Averaging it consistently.
0: I mean, he scored uh, twenty-eight in the game against uh, the no, but, triple-double game. No, what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, is, no, consistently, yeah. yeah. Consistently every every single year, every single year. And we know he's going to play great in individual games. He's going to, he's going to put up a few 30-point games when his team needs it. But is he going to be a consistent... Because the thing is, Luka Doncic, in his recent spell, has been putting up 15-plus points, uh, varying up to 25 points. He's averaging 21 at the moment. <sighs> the thing is, I the, the maximum I can see Luka Doncic as is... I don't want to put a cap on Luka Doncic because personally his skill set he can be one of the greatest of all time but in terms of his basketball skill how can he improve I i think the only ways that Luka Doncic can improve is his athleticism and if Luka Doncic loses about 30 pounds and puts up like 20 pounds of muscle like in in the next five years, that that then then I can see him potentially at six six being two hundred and twenty five pounds. But instead of being a bit overweight for NBA standards, him being shredded like a bit a bit like Giannis. I I in that case, I can definitely see him being a twenty seven plus point scorer. But is that has he? And also with Luka Doncic. Something that's been questioned by the scouts is that, he, he, yes, he loves basketball, but has he got that motivation to play game after game? After? Because in recent interviews, he said he's been playing basketball non-stop since he was 13 years old, and that sometimes he gets bored of basketball. How can you get bored of basketball? <laughs> because, no, but if you play it 24-7 like Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic hasn't had a real break from basketball Ever since he got injured, when he, once he was fifteen in a Europe, in a Euro, in a Champions League, a uh, group group game against the um, where and then he missed two weeks of basketball. That's what and that's the only time where he's had a real break from basketball. Yeah, my, my, so so what, what? What are your thoughts on Luka Doncic? Quick.
0: Um, I can see him as being a top 10 player in uh, in the league or t- top 5 player in the league uh very soon and uh, top 10 <laughs> top 20 player overall um has very good prospects and wish him all the best. <laughs>
1: uh
0: let's move on to the most improved now. Yeah. And hands down well I can't yeah, I was going to say Siakam, but I can't say hands down yet because uh, someone might pop up soon. Although I don't yeah. see who would.
1: Yeah, anyway, I'm not going to say a top five for this. because it's Realistically, it's only two people for me. And that's... It's it's Siakam and Vucevic. Vucevic. And anyway, Vucevic was already playing like this last season. He's just put up a few more points. So I'm I'm assuming that's the most
0: improved done. Yep. Uh for coach of the year, now there's two candidates no, for this.
1: No, no, there are three people for this.
0: Three people, okay. I'll I'll say t- I'll say my two first because I've got two. Mike Budenholzer and Nate uh, I can't remember his what? surname. The Pacers coach.
1: I've got in third position I've got Mike Malone. Of the Denver Nuggets. What he's doing with the Denver Nuggets is sensational. Um, especially considering what they've done two years ago and how he has turned Nikola Jokic into a top five NBA candidate. And how he's developed that team around that play style, around the run and gun passing and the bullet passing and that young core of of that Will Barton, Jamal Murray, that Gary Harris, Isaiah Thomas being a veteran leader. It's just all playing well for that 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 Denver team. Then you've got Nate McMillan who oh my god, could sir, uh, give him some sort of recognition. The job he's doing it with it, without Indiana with Indiana without Oladipo Remember, Oladipo missed three weeks at the start of the season. People are forgetting that because Oladipo had a had a minor injury where he missed three weeks at the start of the season, and they still were the fifth seed while he was out. So, but now, but now Oladipo is done for the season, and they're 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 the they're third still the seed. third seed. Yeah, but the fact is now, now on two instances. Oladipo has been out, and they've still played elite basketball. Elite, and you have to emphasise the elite. And what, what 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 I'm trying to say is that India, Indiana, if they do like what they're planning to get Kemba Walker, that duo, adding Oladipo, could be very dangerous. And I and I still think that Indiana is still a frigging destination, although they can only sign one max player, they can't sign a super max player. Uh, they they can't sign one supermax they can't sign two because most because there are only 10 teams who can sign two or more supermaxes and and the clippers can sign three jesus christ the clippers are lucky the clippers are probably going to get kevin duran the the clippers are probably going to get Kawhi. and the and the clippers will probably get um what do you mean call it they will probably get a third star they may as well get
0: every all-star
1: player in the uh, uh,
0: NBA right now.
1: Uh, any, uh, and and they will probably make an offer for Jimmy Butler.
0: Hang on, have you said three or did you say uh, two?
1: The Clippers can make three Supermax offers.
0: Three? Three, are you sure?
1: Three. Three. New York can offer two. Brooklyn can offer two, yeah. The Clippers can offer. No, I think I think it's Clippers can offer two super max, and one max, which is still a lot.
0: Uh, have I
1: missed? Have we missed any more awards? Um, defensive player of the year, uh, but yes. then that goes to one person. And uh, no, anyway, so then you got. McMillan doing a job and then coach of the year Budenholzer I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it has to be Budenholzer.
1: Well, he has changed that Milwaukee system. Now, uh award um now um what what am I trying to say? Defensive player. Defensive player of the year. Um Paul George a lead defense the elite defense that he's played the first half of the year, the first half of the year, like oh my god! Now, now you can say that the defense he's played so far for February, for January and February, has not been as good as as his start, but I think it's only going to pick up. And if he plays like that at the end of the season, he he could win both awards.
0: Who Paul George?
1: Yeah, uh, both. MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, and be and be the first player in modern NBA history to win both. What a player, Paul George. Any, any anyway, um, now GM of the year. That there can only be one GM of the year. I don't know his name, but the Milwaukee Bucks GM gets the GM of the year.
0: Hmm, interesting. I would depends, although it'd be for next season because I was gonna say the Clippers GM. Uh, but, uh, but that would be for next year yeah but that would be for next
1: season because if they sign the Man- per, players per, 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 what, what <sighs> but, because the thing is because this year you give it to the to Milwaukee Bucks GM for building for building that team around Giannis
0: and doing a very good job
1: but that, that RGM award for Jerry West next year is for all the work that he's done for, for the past nearly three years for the Clippers.
0: And if they do sign those three max contract players, then... Wow.
1: Yeah, that's going to be insane.
0: Uh, have we got any more things to say? Or
1: Right. Um, UFC results... Oh, I actually
0: watched the um, Jan uh, Blawakowski versus. Yeah,
1: who was it? That means Thiago Santos moves up at lightweight. I don't know who he faces. He probably faces Jan. Probably faces Shogun because they both they're both coming off losses. Um, Thiago Santos. Um, Thiago Santos versus Gustafsson. That's a good rebound fight for Gustafsson. If Gustafsson wins that, that puts him right back in the title picture. If, if Gustafsson loses, that probably make, makes him a top 10 opponent, not a top 5. Thiago Santos now needs a top 5 opponent. Now,
0: What position is Jan Because he was in 4th, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, I th- yeah, Jan now drop, drops to 8 or 9, in my opinion.
0: I can check that for you, I think. Isn't is he in light heavyweight or
1: Yeah light heavyweight.
0: I don't think it's changed well because it here it still tells yeah, me. Yeah, it hasn't it, changed so
1: far. It still tells me that Yan's fourth, but Any anyway after our blunder for the UFC we will go more into detail with the UFC in episode four. We just wanted to get all all, all this NBA done. Because we've, we've been uh, a gold Um good job editing this um cripple cripple one.
0: Yeah, ho- hopefully you, uh, nobody's going to criticise.
1: Uh oh. there have been a lot of breaks and stuff.
0: And By the way, uh, fifth episode, just getting ready for it. Uh, for all you yeah. NBA fans, if you're hoping for an NBA episode, uh, there won't be one. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, it'll be... Uh, a, the, f-
1: uh, the fifth episode will be... Um, wheelchair Basketball. Wheelchair Basketball. And... Yeah, we'll be we'll and then we'll go more in depth in um on uh, UFC and we're gonna do a two thirty five preview. That
0: uh when is two thirty five actually? Uh Saturday. This Saturday.
1: This Saturday or Sunday. So then someone can remind us in the comments. So
0: then we'll be past uh, two thirty five and we'll do episode five, so
1: that's no, no. All right. no, 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 no. We'll do we We'll do episode five tomorrow. Episode four tomorrow. Ep- oh, you've forgotten. Oh, episode, oh, I thought. I thought we were on episode four right now. Anyway, episode four. Uh, so episode four. Um, more, more in depth on the on um, the MMA and a two thirty five pre. I am tempted to make episode four a UFC um, special.
0: I think I think we'll do that because uh, that'll be probably perfect timing. So after um, after because the weekend's really busy for both of us. Yep. Um, so Definitely. after the UFC 235, then we can speak about that. Yeah. But other than that, thank you very much for and, the, and, the, and then
1: wheelchair basketball special um, on the fifth
0: episode sometime yep. next week. Uh, thank you very much for anyone that's listening uh, make sure to check out the blog which will be coming out to when? So, soon,
1: um, soon. Sun, I'm hoping for anywhere between tomorrow hmm. no anywhere between Sunday and in the next week in the next week
0: we'll try, um, we'll try. as usual we'll have the um, links for the Instagrams, uh, bloggers, etc. Uh, email uh, us if
1: you uh, have any queries. Yeah, any queries or questions. Uh, episode five, we're also going to do a Q and A. So ask questions.
0: Oh yes, actually, yeah, I forgot to mention about that. Um, Otherwise, thank you very much for listening. And from Cripple One, see ya.
1: Cripple Two, I'm uh, out, boy. Also, I'm still disabled. Wow, You'll really? Get that? N- <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah people may have forgot we, we've we been drowning on for over like 50 minutes
0: oh by the way um the person that wanted to do a uh renee renee something yeah renee rev or something
1: uh renee, renee Rev, contact us because we were interested by your offer yeah we'll see what we can do
0: but you need to contact us first yeah but otherwise see you later
1: see ya